0: Welcome to the Pastor on the Beach podcast. I'm Pastor Paul Amlin, pastor at Lutheran Church of the Resurrection in Cocoa Beach, Florida. And each week I will be sharing a message from our worship services right here via this podcast. I hope you'll consider subscribing and share the podcast with your friends. We all need to hear words of hope once in a while. Well, thanks for listening. Here's this week's message. The Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you. Lord. The beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. As it is written in the prophet Isaiah, see, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way, the voice of one crying out in the wilderness: Prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. John the Baptizer appeared in the wilderness the one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop down and untie the thong of his sandals. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. The Gospel of the Lord. You may be seated. Grace and peace to you in the name of Jesus. Amen. I'm gonna try this, so don't get mad at me if it doesn't sound good. Let there be peace on earth. I knew you guys could be in the choir. That's awesome. Yeah, you know the song, right? You know the song. That song has been performed by and recorded by multiple artists. Vince Gill maybe was one of the ones who made it more popular. Of late, we most often hear it around Christmas time, though the song makes no mention of Christmas in its words. It's a time of year, though, when we are looking for peace, longing for peace, hoping for peace. Why is it, do you think? That the birth of a Savior remembered at Christmas time points us back to peace. It's the second Sunday in Advent. Today we added the second candle to our Advent wreath, and it is the candle for peace. You're paying attention, I love it. The holidays are a time of coming together, of bridging the divides that have kept us apart. From family over the previous year, perhaps. And today, on the second week in Advent that we call peace, our gospel reading points us to the beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. The beginning of the good news. Mark's gospel is the shortest, most direct telling of the good news. It often leaves sharp and uncomfortable edges in the story, often pointing out to the disciples how badly they misunderstand or have missed the point. So why do you think this is the text that we get today? Right from the beginning, We are given information that helps us to anticipate what will follow in the gospel. The good news starts here. The same word for good news also bookends Mark's gospel as it appears at the conclusion of Mark's telling. The whole of what what, um, we read in Mark's gospel then truly is the beginning of the good news the beginning right up to the last word of the gospel. What will God be up to in the world? Good news. The writer also does another thing that the other gospel accounts often do quote from Hebrew scriptures and specifically from the prophet Isaiah during seminary. Our professors were quick to say to us, now don't read Jesus into everything in the old Testament. It's easy to do, by the way. But in the case of the prophet's words, it's hard not to read Jesus, the Messiah, into what the prophet says. It's why we hear so much from the prophet during the season of Advent and why we hear from the prophet Isaiah at Christmas Eve. So on the heels of the words from the prophet, we hear about this John the baptizer who is immediately offered up as the fulfillment of the prophet's word. This is the guy. This is the one that you've been waiting for, that, that the prophet Isaiah foretold. In a literary twist, the word for Christ or Messiah would have been understood as conquering king in the context of the people. But in the end, Mark's gospel will redefine what conquering will look like a humble servant, one who strives for peace, peace. Here we are again at that word. In John's gospel, Jesus offers his disciples peace in the midst of turmoil, as the disciples try to understand what comes next. Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. John fourteen twenty seven. Yesterday morning, I was visiting with some of our amazing volunteers for the food giveaway that happens through our pantry. And one of them, you know who you are, said that what she wanted for Christmas was peace. peace. Anybody else thought that? Could I just get a little peace? And we talked about how when we're young, we have different expectations. Christmas means something different. It's something, I don't know, that's happening. We want something from it. We want presents. We want all the things that go with it. But when you get to be a little bit older, you begin to appreciate presents instead of presents. You get that? Here, here. Did you get that? It's a Play on word. Presence instead of presence. presence, ah. presence. All right, just checking. Okay. Now, I've used the time, in the sermon the last few weeks to talk to you, to remind you that it's okay to be as active and have your schedule as full as you want it to be, but to remember to stay oriented on Christ to keep Christ at the center of all it is that you do at this busy time of the year. Being anchored in Christ on this second Sunday in Advent also means desiring peace, working toward that peace for those around us, to be Christ-like in our own loving and serving each day. There's a pastor from the South. No, we're this is Florida, so I'm talking about Georgia. Pastor from the South who I knew, his name is Delmer Chilton. He once said in a sermon in the chapel at our churchwide offices in Chicago, I find it's much easier to like Jesus than to be like. Jesus, I find it much easier to like Jesus than to be like Jesus. So being peace in the world means being more and more Christ-like in our lives. Advent is a season of the church year that invites us to ponder such things to pray and ask God to help us each day, to pray and ask God to help us see where in our lives, in our surroundings each day, we can be peace, invite peace, advocate for peace through what we do and how we respond to those parts of our lives that seem a little bit less than peaceful. I asked at the beginning, why do we have this reading from Mark's gospel? The beginning of the good news. Why is our theme peace this week? Well, I mentioned it with our young men here. In the original language, the birth of Christ, for whom we wait at Advent, is announced as the arrival of Irene, or peace. Peace which makes us whole, complete with God. We are looking for peace. We are longing for peace. We're hoping for peace. Young or old, we can all embrace the good news of Jesus Christ as the arrival of this peace and the expectation of Christmas young or old, we can all give thanks to God for the beginning of the good news and the peace we have because of Christ as we wait anxiously for December 25th. Amen. Thanks for listening. I hope that this week's message has given you something to think about and given you hope that you are loved by God. To learn more about Lutheran Church of the Resurrection, please visit goresurrection.com. If you'd like to support this podcast or any of the amazing ministries at Resurrection, please visit our website giving page. Thanks again for tuning in to this week's Pastor on the Beach podcast.